Welcome to the Money Mindful Podcast, where money mindset and life coach Megan Jean Smith, hey, that's me, teaches you how to transform your relationship to money and achieve your life goals so you can live a glorious, magnificent, delicious, awesome life and love being you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Money Mindful Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Jean Smith. As you probably heard in the intro, I'm a money mindset and life coach for women. Welcome. How you doing today on this Tuesday? If that's when you're listening to it, when it first comes out or whatever day it is for you when you hear this. Today, I want to talk to you about your money language. Yeah. I've been reading a book, which I'm going to tell you all about in a few moments, and it really got me thinking about money languages and that we have them. We don't all speak the same language when it comes to money, right? But before I get into that, I have got some super exciting news that I want to share with you. Okay, so do you want to improve your relationship with money or know someone who does? Of course you do. Well, the good news is I'm running a Money Mindset Masterclass to teach you three simple steps to build an amazing relationship with money. Woohoo! Okay, pause, stop everything you're doing and listen up because I want to give you some info about it. Okay, first of all, full disclaimer. I know I've told you this before. I tell you all the behind the scenes stuff that, I don't know, you're probably not supposed to say all this on the podcast, but I do. I record these episodes way in advance. So when this comes out in your ears, the masterclass will probably be in a couple of weeks time. But as I'm recording this, I don't have all the details set in stone, but I wanted to tell you about it straight away because I have been running this master. People have been hiring me to go into their coaching groups and their memberships and run a workshop on how to transform your relationship with money. And I have been teaching all these people over the last couple of months how to build an amazing relationship with money. And I have had such amazing feedback. It's been so well received and people have been getting such amazing results that I thought, you know what? I need to teach this to you guys. So I did a podcast on it. Remember a few weeks back, I did a podcast, but now I have decided that I am going to run a masterclass for you. I'm going to do a webinar live on Zoom that you can register for and join in live. Yes, there'll be a recording at this stage. It looks like it's going to be on October the 28th. That's in Australia. So for all of you who listen in the Northern Hemisphere, that's probably October the 27th. I'm releasing all the details to my email list. And by the time, sorry to be so vague, but by the time this email comes out and you're listening to it, I will have nutted out all these finer details and it will. there will be a link somewhere in the show notes that says register for the masterclass. So is this for you? All right. If money causes you any stress, worry, guilt, or overwhelm in your life or business, this is for you. (laughs) If you avoid money and feel disconnected from it, if you have any sort of scarcity that you notice in your life around money, 
even though you might even earn a decent income, you might feel like there's never enough. You want to earn more, but you struggle to charge what you're worth. Or maybe you notice other people feeling in control and at peace with their money and you think you want a piece of that, right? And maybe you want to be able to spend money without freaking out, okay, or feeling guilty. This often happens with people who, you know, you might earn plenty of money, right? Like you might be in a in your profession, whatever your version of plenty of money is, because surprise, surprise, you're probably not surprised actually <laughs> to hear that people talk to me about money all the time. And often people say to me things like, you know, I earn money. Like I earn way more money than I've never, than I've ever earned before, but it still really stresses me out or I still feel like there's never enough or I'm working so hard. I'm, I feel burnt out. Right. And so what this workshop, I keep saying workshop, but I've called it a masterclass because between you and me, masterclass sounds a bit more fancy. Don't you reckon? (laughs) But I keep saying workshop. So maybe I should just call it a workshop, whatever. Anyway, in the masterclass, because I'm a bit fancy, I am going to teach you three really simple steps to build an amazing relationship with money. You don't have to do money like everybody else. You don't have to do money like that pale, stale male taught you to in that boring finance book that you read. You don't have to do money the way that you see that glamorous person jetting around in a G-string on a first-class flight, right? That doesn't have to be your version of money. I want to teach you how to identify what your current relationship is and three steps that you can take to Create the relationship with money that you want. So all those things that I just mentioned, like if you have any stress around money or overwhelm or you get anxious or you have fear about spending money or you feel guilty or freaked out spending money, this is definitely for you. Okay, so I am going to send out the details in my email. I will put something in the show notes here for you to register. You do not want to miss this. And I know it sounds funny when you say this stuff yourself, but seriously, this masterclass will change your life when it comes to money. Imagine the impact across your whole life if you had a positive relationship with money. I help women every day, my one-to-one clients, with their money mindset. I've been helping other women in other people's memberships with their money mindset and building an amazing relationship with money. I want to be able to help you too. So I'd like to invite you to come and do this masterclass with me. And another reason why you might want to come and do this masterclass is if you've been listening to me for ages, I'm guessing maybe you've been listening to me for five months or nine months or three weeks and you've thought to yourself, oh, really, I think I want to work with Megan. This is an awesome opportunity to come and do the masterclass with me and just get a feel for what it's like to work with me, right? Just in a little 90-minute, a little taste, right? This is what it's like to work with me. So, 
I'm going to stop talking about that. I probably could talk about it for a long time because you might notice I'm super excited about it and very passionate about it. And I want you to come and be able to change your relationship with money. It's you don't have to have a negative relationship with money. And the relationship you want to have with money doesn't have to be like the relationships you see other people having with money. Okay. All right. Let's get into the show. All right. So have you heard of that book? The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. It's by Gary Chapman. Apparently, it's a really old book. It's been around for ages. Anyway, in the life coaching world, some of my clients have mentioned it. I've, I've heard heaps of people mentioning this book before, and I was like, okay, I've got to go read this book and check this book out. People are always talking about this book. And let me just say... It was not what I thought it was going to be. It's a bit too churchy for my liking. Um, Apparently, I've got a really old copy of it and there's lots of references to the Bible and the church and all of that. And, And if that's your thing, then they'll be totally fine. But if that's not your thing, that might turn you off a bit. Basically, the premise of the book is that it says on the back, are you and your spouse speaking the same language? And it says people express and receive love in different ways. Dr. Gary Chapman identifies these as five languages of love. And the five love languages are quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. And it got me thinking while I was reading this book about money languages, right? And that we have money languages. So I'm going to use the book as a reference because I think it's a great reference point. So he talks about that, you know, some people, the way that they express their love or the way that they want to receive love, for example, is with gifts, right? Like if their partner buys them gifts, that that means to them, oh, my partner loves me, right? Whereas if you're anything like me, I don't care about that, right? I mean, look, of course, if Louis buys me a present, that's totally, that's, that's not, it's not that I don't not like that, right? But if he does the dishes or goes and, you know, gets the, I forget what they're called, but, you know, they blow leaves away, a blower? I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> If he blows the leaves off the trampoline for the kids or the front porch, look out. Woo. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting hot and steamy. Okay. Because my love language is acts of service, obviously. And funnily enough, so is his. So, you know, this is how we love each other. We just, we just do stuff around the house for each other. Or is that just called, you know, long-term relationships? I don't know. But apparently for some people, gifts are really important, right? Like things like Valentine's Day or getting flowers or getting gifts from their partner means something to them. And if they don't get that, they make it mean they're not loved. And, you know, what I realized from reading this book is I couldn't stop making the connections with money. I'm going to give you a few examples so you can have a think about, oh, I wonder if that's me. But before I do, I just want to say that there's no right or wrong. So I think a good example to share with you would be a couple of weeks ago, I shared on the podcast how it was a really big deal for me to 
invest in getting help to get this podcast um, post-production looked after, like to outsource it. And, you know, one of the reasons why that was difficult for me was my money language is safety and security. I value safety and security above all other things. And so for me, money is very much connected with safety and security. And there's that's not wrong. It's not right. It's not good or it's not bad. But knowing that really helps me make decisions and not judge myself and just really honor that that's who I am when it comes to money. So I I think I've told you before that, you know, I've often worked with clients who, you know, they're they're quite good with money. They're really, they earn a decent amount of money. They actually save quite a bit of money, but they're really scared to spend it. And that's because they're like me right as well. They have that same thing where they connect money with security and safety. And so when that's your money language, it shows up in that way, right? It's it's scary or you can experience anxiety or fear or guilt around spending money despite being really good with money, right? Now, the only time that that's a problem is if you have absolutely no awareness of that. So, your one of your money blocks is that you're not spending money because you're completely unaware that that's something that's your value about having money or you just judge yourself or give yourself a hard time for being that way with money, okay? Because on the other extreme, so to speak, there's some people who really value the finer things in life right? Like looking good is really important to them or having the latest designer outfit or whatever is important or an an expensive handbag or a brand new car, right? Like that is really important to some people. And again, I'm not saying that that's wrong or right. It just is what it is. We all have different money languages, And I just wanted to bring it to your attention because I think that it's really easy to make ourselves wrong when the relationship that we have with money or the the money language that we speak is different to our partner or it's different to the people in our community. It's very easy to make yourself wrong as if there's something wrong with you or because you're not doing it like everyone else. But when you do have awareness around what's important to you, what your money language is, then you're so empowered to make decisions from that place, right? And you can decide intentionally how you want to be with money, you know, because for such a long time, especially, you know, because I have this money podcast, you know, I see a lot of people in the money world who are very flashy with money, you know, like what's that Cartier bracelet that seems to be the thing that all the money influencers love to wear. I don't know. It's like a $10,000 or $5,000 bracelet and, you know, designer shoes and all that sort of stuff. And I, you know, for a long time thought, oh, I think that's what you're supposed to do. Like when you have money, you're (laughs) you're supposed to be fancy and be into designer clothes. And it took me a long time to figure out that, oh, that's not my money language. I would rather buy a house 
In fact, I'd rather buy more than one house. I'd rather pay off my car like in a couple of months, you know, like buy a brand new car and then just pay it off straight away. I am totally fine with wearing $5 earrings from Kmart, right? Like it's just not important to me. And again, what I'm saying is that it's not right. It's not wrong. It's just that's my money language. And so what I really want you to take from this episode is to start noticing your behavior around money and just being aware of it. Like what is your money language? Right. Do you, are you very spiritual with money? Right. Like money just flows in and out of your life. Like, are you really into manifesting and you just seem to, you know, attract people in your life that want to pay for things for you or you just land the next client when you just tune in and you need that? Or are you totally different to that? Right. Do you value luxury and luxurious experiences and you want to spend your money on things like that? Or do you value having a lot of money in the bank, right? Like, do you like to really watch every dollar and, you know, if you can think of the accountant type of person, right? Doesn't mean you are an accountant. I mean, that's kind of like how I think I am. I'm very sort of connected. I'm with my money. I know exactly how much I've got. I know where it's all going. Is that what you're like? Maybe you have a really feast and famine relationship with money. Like you know how to create large amounts of money and then you spend all that money and you sort of get right down to the the edge of what you can handle and you're in the famine and then it's like, okay, I've got to create more money again. As I'm giving you these examples, I'm thinking that it's a lot like personality as well, right? You know, I mean, some people have a very love-hate relationship with money or they're very disconnected with money or they don't like talking about money or they want to do everything for free, right? Like they feel like it's wrong to ask for money or charge money for things. Again, this is just another type of money language, right? And come to think of it, there's actually tests that you can take. So I know Kendall Summerhawk has sacred money archetypes where you can take a test and it will tell you what your money archetype is. I think this is the same thing, right? Like a money language. I know of another woman money coach who does some sort of money archetype, but I can't think of her name off the top of my head. But the point that I really wanted to get across in this episode today is that you're allowed to do money your way. You're allowed to speak your own money language. There's no right way to do money. There's no correct relationship that you're supposed to have with money. The only time that it bites you in the bum is if you don't know what your money language is, right? Like you have no awareness of how you are with money. And so then we can get into shaming ourselves or judging ourselves or comparing ourselves to others. So you might be looking at how somebody else does money and think that that's how you're supposed to do it too. And it's so powerful when you can really learn about yourself, like the money language that you speak, the relationship that you want to have with money. 
it's so empowering when you're aware of that and can make decisions intentionally. For example, because I know that I like to have a lot of capacity to have money and that money is very connected to security and safety for me, that whenever I go to spend large amounts of money, like when I go to invest in a new coach or when we bought our new car recently, I'm aware it triggers a fear reaction for me. You know, and I coach people on money, but that doesn't mean that I don't have those reactions myself. But because I know that about myself, it's a lot easier to make those decisions because I know that that's who I am. And for sure, I didn't always know that. And, you know, I shared with you a couple of weeks ago of how that showed up for me when I went to pay to get podcast post-production. So if you're getting any ahas or, oh my gosh, yeah, I think that's what I'm like with money or, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm like with money. I wouldn't have a clue what my money language is or I know that the ways that I deal with money, you know, I have negative responses or negative emotions around money. Come to the masterclass that I'm running in a couple of weeks because one of the first steps that I'm going to help you with is awareness like learning what your current relationship with money is. That's what I'm going to teach you. And then I'm going to teach you how to work with yourself, like harness your own money language, so to speak, and use that for good (laughs) instead of evil. Or don't use your weaknesses, so to speak, against yourself, right? No, that's wrong. I don't want to say weaknesses because it's not a weakness, however it is that you deal with money. It's just when you're unaware, right, it can be a harmful behavior for yourself, right? So in the masterclass, I'm going to teach you how to create that awareness about how what your current relationship with money is. And then I'm going to teach you how to create the relationship that you really want in a way that works for you, harnessing all your amazing goodness exactly as you are. You don't have to change. You don't have to do money the way that anybody else does it. You don't have to do money like I do it. You don't have to do it like, let me think of some um, big players in the money world. You don't have to do it like the barefoot investor. You don't have to do it like the she's on the money lady. You don't have to do it like Dave Ramsey, right? You can do money the way that you want to do money. And I am going to teach you how in the Money Mindset Masterclass. Scroll down wherever you are listening to this podcast because I will make sure that there is some sort of link where you can register. Until I get in your ears again next week, have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful Podcast. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. Ready to take the next steps? Creating your money and life goals can be super challenging if you don't have a process to follow. Get my free course that will help you get unstuck, clarify your goals, and get you going. For more info, go to meganjsmith.au.